Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, as we celebrate the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. As a way to participate in the Eucharistic revival happening throughout the United States, our parish will be offering year-long small discipleship groups. Please see today's bulletin for additional information. Assisting us today are our lectors, Mary Pakatinskis and Mark Stewart, our altar server, is Paul Kufta, I, Emily Leal Santiesteban, will be your cantor. Our pianist is Sarah Sink Mars. Our celebrant is Father Joe Keenan. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, For the Beauty of the Earth number 633 in the blue hymnal. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart, Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ have, mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. 
Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. O God, who in this wonderful sacrament have left us a memorial of your passion, grant us, we pray, so to revere the sacred mysteries of your body and blood that we may always experience in ourselves the fruits of your redemption, who live and reign with God the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Remember how for 40 years now the Lord your God has directed all your journeying in the desert so that to test you by affliction and find out whether or not it was your intention to keep his commandments. He therefore let you be afflicted with hunger and then fed you with manna of food unknown to you and your fathers in order to show that not only by bread alone does one live, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of the Lord. Do not forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, the place of slavery, who guided you through the vast and terrible desert with its serpents and scorpions, its parched and waterless ground, who brought forth water for you from the flinty rock and fed you in the desert with manna, a food unknown to your fathers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Second reading is from Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, the cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because the loaf of bread is one, we, though many, are one body, for we are all to partake of the one loaf. The word of the Lord. Be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to the Jewish crowds, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me and I have life because of the Father, so also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. 
This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. There is the story that is told of a, of a group of tourists who were exploring the many uh, museums of, of Paris. And of course, one of the uh, main uh, tours would, would take the groups to various places in order to see great works of art. And it happened, uh, naturally, that uh, uh, the Mona Lisa was, was part of uh, the tour guide's uh, journey. And so the tourist group went to the museum to view the Mona Lisa. And the tour guide known as a docent, a person who has a little bit of experience in the world of art, began to explain, and he began to share with the tourists what the painting was all about. It's historical, it's artistic, uh, all of the trivial moments that perhaps one would gather about the great Mona Lisa. And it's said that there was an individual in the tourist group who kind of raised their hand and question, question, question. Wanted to know from the tour guide. I've heard so much about this painting, the Mona Lisa. Quite frankly, I can't see what all the hoopla is about. Why is this painting so great or considered so great? The tour guide is supposed to have thought quietly for a moment and then simply responded Sir, the painting isn't on trial. You are. The way you look and the way you accept and the way you receive the work of art is not dependent on the Mona Lisa telling you uh, an inside secret. But rather with any great work of art, we're invited to stop, to stand, to ponder, to reflect, and ultimately accept. The solemnity of the most holy body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A work of art that we are called to ponder and reflect upon You see, it all depends on us. 
and how we accept it ultimately. Is it the body and blood of Christ? Are those simple elements of bread and wine figurative of the majesty of our Savior? We are invited to remember our scripture readings give us that rhythm within the context of our faith life. We are to remember, to recall, to reconfigure. God's people of old, as we listened to the words of Exodus, were a people who were constantly challenged and called, remember what God has done for you. Remember what God has planned for us. And it figuratively was a core of Israel's worship. Because to forget that would be disaster. The pages of the Old Testament tell us of those times when Israel forgot. When Israel did not remember. When Israel strayed from the course of the Lord and walked in their own way and forgot all that had been given to them. St. Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthians today, also reminds us, don't forget, remember. Remember that the cup of blessing that we bless is a participation in the blood of Christ. The bread that we break is a participation in the body of Christ. One generation after our Savior's crucifixion and death, the early communities were remembering Jesus in bread and wine, pondering a great work of art in the simplicity of those elements of bread and wine. The saving action of our Savior being made present to those who believe to those who yearn, to those who hope. One of the challenges in our own time and day is not unlike the time of the Israelites or the early church. We're alerted. Do not forget remember, we wonder, sometimes within the context of the future vitality of our church, whether it be here on the south side or Mount Washington, whether it be in the Diocese of Pittsburgh, whether it be in the United States of America, whether it be in our world itself.
the critical moment is always never forget, always remember. Because the church will disappear, not because there are high electric bills to pay. The church will diminish to nothing, not because we haven't been able to fundraise for our buildings. The church will falter and fail when we forget the Eucharist. When we forget the Eucharist as the foundation of our Catholic spiritual lives. Once the Eucharist is gone, it's all over. So we heed the alert of Moses, we heed the alert of St. Paul. Don't forget, remember, the cup of blessing is a participation in the blood of Christ. The bread that we share in the Eucharist is a participation in the body of Christ. When we stop believing, when we stop not to put ourselves on trial, we can say good night and good luck. For the church will cease to be. With one heart, with one voice, we profess our Catholic faith as we recite the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, <coughs> maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, God to not made consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. <clears throat> for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit, he was incarnated of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and this kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. To our gracious and loving God, we offer these particular needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. Please respond, hear us, O Lord. 
For the church that Christ might grant us the grace of unfailing communion and hospitality to all who seek the living God, we pray. Hear us, us O oh Lord. Lord. For all who are graduating or have recently graduated, that they may receive discernment and courage, purpose and protection, we pray. Hear us, O oh Lord. Lord that we may fully understand and celebrate the reality of the risen Lord in the Eucharist, receiving Christ's body, blood, soul, and divinity, then going out to be that Christ to others. We pray, Lord. Hear us, O Lord. Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray, hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. We go forth for the grace to recognize the risen Lord in our worship and in our midst, especially within the most marginalized. We pray, hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. For all those who have died in our parish, especially David Borner, Janet McLaughlin, Patricia Muldoney, May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. Lord. We remember today Barbara Kolovinsky and all the intentions present on the altar along with those who we hold in the silence of the, our hearts, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. And so we pray to our Blessed Mother, that she would intercede for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, Number 945, I am the bread of life. Number 945. shall live forever. 
Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant your church, O Lord, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace, whose signs are to be seen in mystery in the offerings we here present through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For at the Last Supper, with his apostles, establishing for the ages to come the saving memorial of the cross, he offered himself to you as the unblemished lamb, the acceptable gift of perfect praise. Nourishing your faithful by this sacred mystery, you make them holy so that the entire human race, bounded by one world, may be enlightened by one faith and united by one bond of charity. And so we approach the altar of this wondrous sacrament so that bathed in the sweetness of your grace, we may pass over to the heavenly realities here foreshadowed. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration. And we, with all the hosts of angels, cry out, and without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat. 
This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Barbara, whom you have called from this world to yourself, grant that she, who was united with your son in a death like his in baptism, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, in particular the deceased members of our own families, and those of our parish community. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Mary, Queen of Peace, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. <clears throat> Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days 
that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. May we offer to one another a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. And blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. Prayer for spiritual communion. Lord Jesus, through baptism, we are one in you and in each other. We believe you are present in the blessed sacrament, the word, and the Christian community. We believe that the power of your love has no limits. For those who cannot physically be here with us, we humbly ask you through the power of your most Holy Spirit that in this act of sacred communion, we are all made stronger in our love for you and one another. Wherever we are, we are your church, yearning through your greatness to be witnesses of your kingdom in our thoughts, words, and deeds. Please join in singing our communion hymn, number 932, One Bread, one body, number 932. Cup of blessing which we bless. 
Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that we may delight for all eternity 
in that share in your divine life, which is foreshadowed here at this altar in the present age by our reception of your precious body and blood who live and reign forever and ever. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Mass is ended. We go now in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. Do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Please join in singing our closing hymn, number 636. Now thank we all our God, number 636. Thank you.